In this episode, you will discover how to build a content strategy that helps you quickly monetize your podcast without being too salesy. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. My name is Anthony Waneri. I'm Tig O'Shea. And in the last episode, we talked about how to position your podcast in a way that tees listeners up to buy from you. And now we're going to actually build on that, right? How do we position the podcast to tee up so that listeners are eager to buy from people, Tig? Well, if you're listening right now and this is new information to you, I would recommend checking out last episode where we break this down in concise format. But in summary, you know, we follow the formula of The podcast needs to have specific targeting to a specific person, focusing on one pain point, and most importantly, perhaps, providing a tangible outcome through a unique mechanism. Love that. So again, if you didn't miss the last episode, go back, refresh your memory, and let's get straight into it. In this episode, Tyg, like you mentioned, it's going to be more so for us, focusing great, we have the positioning of the podcast to tee up and to help us monetize a lot easier but how do we build a content strategy that attracts, engages, but more importantly, converts listeners into buyers without much effort, without much, what's the word, salesmanship? Well, yeah, with with no friction. With basically. no friction yeah. at all. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on in this episode. So great. You have your podcast, you have your framing, you know what the pain point you're solving. You're going to really need that when it comes to them building the content strategy. That, that's going to be so important. Where do we go from here? You now know the specific person you're targeting. We have the specific pain point we're solving. We have a desired outcome. What we want to do are to take these very simple steps. Number one, outline, again, the pain point that they're going through right now. Get a piece of paper and write down where they are right now and the pain points that they're going through. And then write down the outcome that they want. The last example we have with one of our clients was Sheridan which was the pain point was not a profitable business. The actual desired outcome was a profitable business. The unique mechanism for her was healing trauma and the nervous system. Their current state, the pain point, and the promise, there are certain steps your listeners will have to take to solve those problems. These are like kind of mini steps, mini problems, you could say, mini pain points. So if someone wants to go to the gym and lose some weight, they have to just get over the fear of anxiousness about going to the gym in the first place. So what you want to do again is write down the steps that your listeners would have to take to go through this transformation you're promising them. Right, I'm with you. Those are the mini pain points. We then turn these mini pain points into actual podcast content where each episode is focused on solving that specific pain point. Making sense so far? Yeah, kind of. So like, how, how is this so different to just, you know, podcasting a- about a topic? Is there like a an order to it? Is it mm. just we're being a bit more specific with the episodes? Elaborate on that. 100%. So really, I think the two biggest difference is, number one, we're being intentional in terms of the specific topic we're covering on the show based on the pain points of our audience, based on the pain points of our listeners. That's the first thing. Whereas normally people either just 
talk to some of their clients it, it, it might be a problem maybe maybe not or they speak to a community they have different ideas but it's not very focused or intentional maybe they might even get a guest on and the guest just talks about different things or talk about their stories yeah right yeah whereas in this case we're really being intentional with these episodes and saying hey this is the transformation we want our listeners to go through these are the challenges they're going to face along the way each episode is going to help them solve this specific challenge they're going to face okay Sounds sounds like a cocktail of good things. 100%. So now what you have is essentially the raw version of the topics you'll cover. So you have the topics you'll cover on the show, which are essentially, again, you solving the mini pain points for your listeners. What you want to do now is to think about for yourself, how do I make sure I package each of these episodes that's solving a mini pain point as something that's going to be attractive for my listeners, for your listeners, yeah? So again, being creative, thinking about how do we make sure that we package each episode to be attractive to the listeners we want to reach. Now, why this is important is because when you go to promote online or go to share it with your list or talk about it in general, we want it to be something that's gonna catch the eye of the listeners you're trying to reach, grab them in and convince them to click and listen. We have to sell the episode. It's no good being able to help them solve this problem we have to sell them how we can solve the problem, why they should listen in the first place, right, Ty? Right, yeah. What what we deliver is different to how we attract people to that, right? 100%. Not different in a sense that we're like being clickbait or, or misguiding people, but it's good to see them as two different things. What we're solving and how we attract people to what we're solving are two different things. 100%. So look, what we can do, because again, it sounds very abstract right now, right? But let's, I guess let's uh, look at a real-life example of how Sheridan, who, again, had her specific targeting, helping female entrepreneurs. So Sheridan's podcast tagline, and really all you need to know in a nutshell about what who Sheridan is and what she does, and we also said this last episode, so it's a podcast helping female entrepreneurs heal trauma and regulate the nervous system so they can build a profitable, sustainable, and anxiety-free business. Now, how does this translate to the content and what makes her content different from other shows for female entrepreneurs helping them grow their business? Well, as we're talking, we've got her show up in front of us right now and I'm looking through just a few of her last episodes over the last few weeks. Don't overcome fear of rejection, how to make sales for sensitive souls. Again, it's not just for any female entrepreneur, it's you know, it speaks to the kind of the anxiety-free, the trauma healing is for sensitive souls, right? What to do when you fuck up? Nervous system training for profitable business with trauma healing and stress relief. It's very, very specific to the problem that that particular female entrepreneur has, right? It, it, we can already see the foundations for a very bingeable show here. Are avoidance and distraction damaging your sales? Trauma healing for profitable nervous system friendly business. There we go. It is business content ultimately, right? But it's very, very specific to who that person is and how Sheridan in particular solves that problem. One more example, another one, you know, all, this is all in the last month. How to make money during emotional roller coasters. Again, it speaks to that person. Um, when you hear anxiety free as, a, as an outcome and trauma healing as a mechanism, you know, making money during emotional roller coasters becomes a very relevant topic to that person. That's it. I think what it is, mate, is like it's the combination of all of those things. Because, like you mentioned, is one thing just having a podcast for a specific person, but then it's promising a very specific desired outcome, a very specific promise, and then showing them how you're gonna do that. And then using that in our content strategy, she's applying this 
to a content strategy. Every single episode is helping them solve a mini problem. If someone's anxious, they're gonna be going through an emotional roller coaster with their business. So what does she do? We make a episode helping them solve that specific problem. Another oh, one could be what to one. do when you fuck up, which again is something that someone who's very anxious often is constantly worried about and stressing about. So again, number one, position to show for a specific person. Number two, we are creating a gap between their pain and their desired outcome, where they want to be. Number three, we're looking at what are all the little mini problems that's created from this one bigger problem that's affecting them and slowing them down from reaching the desired outcome. Right, and dealing with all of these, you know, in consecutive form, like every week it's another one of these, very, very specific, very, very bingeable to this person. This podcast is very, very attractive to this type of person. Not only is it rarely found and very unique, and it's probably the only one of its kind for that person, you know, it's absolute gold dust when the right target audience finds this. It becomes very attractive. Sheridan is helping them in a very personalized manner get from A to B in a way that no one else does. Now, if that doesn't set the podcast up for being very, very monetizable directly, then I don't know what does. I guess when it comes to a monetization piece, Ty, because listeners about be listening right now and thinking that all sounds great, but where, where's the money? Where's the ching? Where's the money, baby? Show me the bag. Show me the cash. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How does all that relate to making money from the show? Why was it so much easier for Sheridan to actually monetize her podcast using the strategy? Well, to paraphrase uh, what Sheridan told us recently is she actually had not one, but two different people in the last 30 days come to her um, straight from the podcast and it wasn't, you know, the sales call wasn't really a sales call. It was more just like a, here's my credit card, take my money kind mm. of call. They rocked up and from what we understand, we weren't there. But it was very much, look, I love your podcast. What you're saying makes total sense. It really speaks to me. I want to work with you. How can we make this happen? That was the kind of type of call that it was. It was a very smooth, very easy clients. Uh, it, was, it was something like 12K in 30 days, right? That's it. And again, it makes a lot of sense because... When someone, most of the time when you listen to a podcast, they might say one or two things that don't relate to you or doesn't really resonate. But when every single episode is one, providing additional value, helping you solve a problem, that's burning that you have. And number two is to your specific needs as well as specific desired outcomes. It feels like the show is made for you. It feels so personalized. So when they think about, oh, I want to invest in a coach. I want to work with someone. I want to educate myself more on this thing, maybe with a course. Or I want to work with a specific service owner. They're going to think of you. Every other option falls away. It becomes a complete one-of-a-kind, blue ocean, only one option kind of situation. And you can see that, right, in the reflection in how these these prospects, these listeners who are prospects to Sharon at the time came onto the call. It basically... It, they were basically begging her basically, to take the money. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, very, said. very eager to do business with her, let's say. So that's it. So look, if you are looking to build out your content strategy to attract, engage, and convert more listeners into buyers, you need to, number one, position your show firstly for one specific person. Think about a specific targeting, the specific pain point you're solving, the desired outcome, i.e. the promise, what they're going to get when they solve that problem, and the unique way in which you help them get that thing that they want. That's really the first part. And then the second part is making sure the, the actual content strategy, the wordings that you use, 
is speaking to those pain points and is helping them solve the the other little things that they that's helping them that's preventing them from reaching their main goal. When you can do this with your content strategy, when you can invite a guest on, it it doesn't have to just be solo episodes. If you invite a guest on, you can ask them about the specific pain points that they have that relates to your listeners. Again, it's creating something where it feels holistic. Everything feels linked, and you're always delivering on the positioning of the podcast, on what you do, what problem you solve, and how you solve those problems. Mm. And that is how you build a content strategy that attracts, engages, and converts listeners into buyers with ease, without being salesies or pushy. It just happens naturally. Amazing. That is, is beautifully put. So as we wrap up, what's the call to action? So the call to action for this episode is this. Very simply put, if you want to start making more money from your podcast, if you want to start nurturing listeners into red hot leads who would be willing to buy from you, is to look at your past six episodes and ask yourself, is it clear what specific problem my show is solving consistently? Are these titles attractive and communicating the problem I'm solving? And if the answer is no, maybe it's time to switch up the content strategy. That's right. 